0: Coming up on today's edition of Locked On Eagles, it's Locked On QB1. Russell Wilson buzz starting to heat up around Philadelphia. Also, we're going to go through the quarterback carousel and play matchmaker for available quarterbacks this offseason in free agency and through trades and the draft and match them with the teams we think they will end up in in 2022. That's coming up next, right here on Locked On (laughs) Eagles. We thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. I'm Louie DiBiase, your host of this Wednesday edition of your only daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's Lockdown Eagles, as always, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team. Every day, we're available Monday through Friday on all podcast platforms, as well as in video form on YouTube, and we're on Twitter at LockdownBirds and at DiBiase.com. L O E welcome into this Wednesday edition of the show. And as we do every single Wednesday, we talk about quarterback quarterback and more quarterback. It's locked on QB one. And on today's edition of the show, as I said in our open, I'm really excited to get into playing matchmaker today. I'm going to be the quarterback Cupid for the NFL heading into the 2022 off season. of all the quarterbacks available in free agency, potentially in trades and in the NFL draft i am going to match make where i think each quarterback is going to end up so that's coming up in segment 2 so stay tuned for that game we are going to play that in the next segment we're going to talk some kyler murray as well in segment 3 but something i got to get into right now Um, has to do with a potential quarterback that the Eagles could acquire. And we talked about the potential of the Eagles. You know, we've pretty much hit on every scenario now that you could think of when it comes to keeping Jalen Hurts, drafting a quarterback in the NFL draft, you know, trading for someone as well. And I think the very popular name right now that is continuing to pick up even more steam, especially after that Super Bowl between the Rams and the Bengals, is Russell Wilson. The Russell Wilson buzz is really heating up right now around the media. Fans are starting to talk about it a whole lot more and just buckle up. I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I think it's more likely not going to happen than it would, but at the same time, this is not, you know, 80% chance the Eagles can't even get close to potentially acquiring Russell Wilson and 20% chance that they could land him. I don't think it's 50-50, but I don't know. I mean, 65, 35. I think there's a real chance of this happening. And early in the year, I did not think that was going to be a possibility considering where I thought the Eagles were. The hole they were in at, you know, two and five early in the year. Russell Wilson's no trade clause. The options we thought Wilson would have in free agency, or I should say in the offseason in general, when it comes to the teams that he could hand pick. But now the more and more the offseason is going, the more I look at now the Eagles situation, Russell Wilson situation, what some reporters are saying, and kind of connecting the dots, there's a little buzz to this. And again, there isn't any you know significant weight so far to any legitimate report like there is, for instance, with the Indianapolis Colts. You know, Chris Mortensen came out and said that it's very likely Carson Wentz is going to get traded this offseason. There hasn't been a report that the Eagles are, you know, Going all in for Russell Wilson, and that they're talking with Seattle. Nothing like that has been said, but again, it's really hard to ignore when you see very credentialed reporters that know what they're talking about, and they're not just making this up out of thin air. They've heard it from somebody. And you have Albert Breer of the Monday Morning Quarterback and Peter King talking about how Breer said that he thinks Russell Wilson is going to get traded this off season, and that he thinks the Eagles makes the most sense. We mentioned this on the show yesterday. Peter King reported that the Eagles are going to be one of the teams preparing to make a big swing at quarterback this offseason. It's really hard to not have that, have your attention perk up. And I 100% believe the Eagles truly do want Russell Wilson. And if a deal is going to happen, it could happen soon. And that's why I feel the buzz a little more right now. This is the same week that in two days, will be a year removed from when the Eagles traded Carson Wentz to Indianapolis. It was February 18th, 2021. And Matthew Stafford had already been traded by that point. By this time last year, the big trade that ended up resulting in the Rams winning a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford, that trade had already happened at this point. So this is why I wanted to get into this on the podcast now, because by next Wednesday on Lockdown QB1, Who knows? One of these guys or multiple quarterbacks could have already been traded. It could really happen. And again, do I think right now would I bet on the Eagles to land Russell Wilson? No, but I do 100% believe that the Eagles want him and that they are ready to take a quote unquote big swing. Like Peter King said, I think the Eagles have always wanted Russell Wilson. They have wanted him since they missed out on him in the 2012 draft. They were going to take him with that third-round selection, which they eventually took Nick Foles, and uh, that's a huge what-if. I actually did a whole episode on that. You could find back in 2019, um, I did a whole episode, what if the Eagles selected Russell Wilson that year, because obviously it worked out for the Birds. Nick Foles won you a Super Bowl, and he probably doesn't re-sign in Philadelphia in 2017 if he wasn't already with the team You know, in 2013 and 2014, in 2012 as well. Um, but the Eagles have wanted Russell Wilson ever since Andy Reid and Howie Roseman. They wanted to take Wilson with that pick in the third round. And to this day, they have wondered what if even with that Super Bowl title, they probably know they would have had a lot more sustained success. And who knows what happens with Andy Reed. There's just so much to it. But the point, the fact of the matter, I'm getting ahead of myself with all of the, what ifs you guys know, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. The fact of the matter is, Regardless of if, if it's going to happen or not, if there's a good chance or if Seattle even wants to deal Wilson or if Wilson even wants to get traded, I can guarantee you the Eagles want Russell Wilson. Obviously, that's you know an obvious point. I mean, who wouldn't want Russell Wilson that needs a quarterback? But the Eagles specifically because they, they were going to take him with that selection. And not only that, but that motivated them from that point on to not miss on that kind of opportunity again. So much so that they already had a franchise quarterback in Carson Wentz coming off an incredible late season run in 2019, a player they invested everything in second overall to get that quarterback. And they had him already established with a new contract as well, by the way. And yet because they missed out on Russell Wilson, they were motivated to the point where they saw Jalen Hurts They recognized him as maybe another talent that could be a steal that you'd be talking about. How was he a day two pick similar stylistically to Russell Wilson as well? He's a gamer. He's a mobile quarterback. He's an underdog, right? Russell Wilson was a huge reason for that selection. So Russell Wilson has definitely impacted the Eagles, not to mention he's undefeated against Philadelphia in his entire career. So the fact of the matter is there should be significant buzz. And I don't know if the Eagles have a shot at this, but I think they're going to give it a shot. I really do. And, you know, there was another conversation. Now it's about not if they will do it or if they want to do it. It's if they should do it. Is Russell Wilson worth what it might take to get him at 33 years old? Some people are saying no. They think he shot after the season he had in 2021. To me, I think you're crazy. If you don't want a 33-year-old Russell Wilson, you could still get another, to me, three to four years of top-tier quarterback play And that, to me, is worth three to four years of being, to me, a perennial championship contender. Because at that point, you'll have the best quarterback and the best offensive line, to me, perhaps in the conference. If not, definitely top three. You're a favorite in the NFC, which is a much weaker conference. If Aaron Rodgers leaves and Tom Brady retired, like it got a whole lot easier next year. And if you add Russell Wilson and you have him for three to four more years, which I think he can still be a top quarterback, for that long. Some don't, but I don't think last year, even in a down year, he showed signs of significant regression. To me, that is worth the compensation you give up to have three to four years still of top quarterback play. And to me, that's not some Rams-like rental strategy where they're going all in on just one season. Russell Wilson is still going to help you sustain success over a long period of time. And again, it's not a rental strategy. You wouldn't even have to sell the farm. To get Russell Wilson, although that means nothing if you get an elite quarterback, there's no such thing as selling the farm, but you could still build sustainably because even if you have to give up all three first round picks this year, you still have picks in this draft in the second, third, fourth, every other round, and you have all your picks for the future. So to me, it makes too much sense. And I, again, I guess it depends on who you think Russell Wilson is going to be and you're not trading for what he was, but what he will be. And I don't think he's shot. Again, even in a down year where he finally dealt with one you know, pretty significant injury that kept him out for three games, he still had 27 total touchdowns and just six interceptions. In the previous two seasons before last year, Russell Wilson had over 70 passing touchdowns, not to mention all the rushing. So to me, I think he's worth it. I think they would think that as well. And now it's just, do they have a shot? Does Seattle want to deal? You know, the other competition is tough though. That's that's the tough part here. That's really the big factor as well is there's new teams that need a quarterback and a lot of them are more enticing situations for Russell who does have a no trade clause. Like there was a report I saw the day of the Super Bowl, uh, there was a report that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now going to try to pursue Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. You've got the Broncos in the mix, great roster, the Steelers. Super Bowl roster with a top-tier quarterback like Russell Wilson. The Minnesota Vikings, with a new head coach, might want a new quarterback, and they might not want Kirk Cousins. They might want Russell Wilson. You know, maybe even the Colts now, although it would be tough for them because the Eagles have their pick. You know, the tra- the no-trade clause is, is a huge part of this. I think the Eagles have a lot to offer, but is it the most ideal spot for him? That is the one part that I think is going to be not just, you know, removing if Seattle and Wilson wants to trade anyway, it's the other teams in their situations that could potentially impact this. But there's certainly some buzz. And although Philadelphia might not be the top-tier destination for Russ, I think Seattle would really try to push that because Philly could offer them the most if they wanted to do a deal. And I think you could convince Russell Wilson that, hey, with this offensive line with Devontae Smith, with Dallas Goddard, with Miles Sanders, with another wide receiver two and Quez Watkins – you know, in compensation still with the draft and with free agency that this could be be a team you win a championship with. So I'm feeling some buzz right now. I'm feeling some buzz. And I'm going to play matchmaker coming up next, not just for the Eagles, not just for Russell Wilson, but coming up next on the show. I wanted, because I was, this Russell Wilson talk got me thinking like, yeah, man, the Buccaneers, the Broncos, the Steelers, the Vikings, the Saints, the Colts, all these teams, Washington, they need quarterbacks. Where are the quarterbacks that are available going to go? I tried to play matchmaker. I'm going to get into that coming up next right here on Locked on Eagles. And guys, today's podcast is sponsored by Bet Online, the official sports book of the Locked on Podcast Network. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full swing for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, total player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. Bet online is your number one source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. And although football's over, you can bet on off-season props as well, like where Russell Wilson's going to land. Right now, Tampa Bay is the favorite at plus 350. Philadelphia is at the bottom of this list. They're tied with the Atlanta Falcons at plus 4,000. Hammer those odds right now at betonline.net. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action because BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into this Wednesday edition of Locked on Eagles. It's Locked on QB1. I'm Louie DiBiase, and we thank you for making Locked on Eagles your first listen each and every day. So as I teased in segment one, coming up next, I'm going to play uh, matchmaker at quarterback. There are so many different teams that could potentially trade for, sign a free agent quarterback to be their starter, draft somebody as well. There's a lot of really good rosters that just need that quarterback to put them over the top. And so there are some available players too. There's a lot of different quarterbacks that their future's up in the air There's just so many different scenarios that could play out. And so what I wanted to do today is try to predict it. And I bet you I'm going to get the majority of these wrong because the NFL is so unpredictable. But I took a swing at being the quarterback matchmaker for the 2022 offseason. And we're going to start with the guy we talked about in segment one. And there's some buzz around Philadelphia with Russell Wilson. And right now, if I had to... Predict where I think Russ goes. I think he's going to get traded. And not because, you know, I've heard from a source that Seattle really does not want to trade Russell Wilson. But at the same time, I think Russell Wilson might want a change of scenery, especially if Seattle wants to keep Pete Carroll. They philosophically disagree about the offense and the way it should be played. I think Russell Wilson wants to be in more of an aggressive, pass happy offense. Pete Carroll, I think, wants to remain conservative and run the football. He had that list of teams last year that he potentially wanted to go to. You're hearing guys like Albert Breer talk about how he thinks that Russell Wilson's going to want to be traded, and so I think he's going to be dealt. And right now, again, I know Tampa Bay could be in on Russ, Pittsburgh, Denver, teams with better situations, but Philadelphia has the most to offer. They've always wanted Wilson, and I think Seattle would really try to push for Wilson to be okay with Philadelphia. And I think it's, the Eagles are not a dumpster fire where they have nothing to offer. So right now, today, and maybe this is a pick with my heart over my head. It's maybe what I want to see play out over what I think will play out, but this is all very unpredictable. And if you ask me today, I think Russell Wilson's going to become a Philadelphia Eagle. I would say right now, if I thought Russ was going to go somewhere Based on every outline, every you know factor I just laid out for you, I think it's Philly. And then I think with that, in a potential trade with Seattle, I think the Seahawks would want Jalen Hurts. So I think Jalen Hurts would be the Seahawks starter next year. Now, does that mean Seattle would want Jalen Hurts to be their franchise quarterback? I'm not sure. They could still draft the quarterback in the first round. I've seen scenarios PFF did a mock draft the other day where Seattle traded Russell Wilson to another team and they drafted Matt Corral in the first round. So I think that Jalen Hurts, though, is a player that Seattle would like. He's kind of similar to Russell Wilson in the way he plays. He's a mobile quarterback. He runs the football. He could kind of, you know, the way that the Eagles ran their offense this year, I think is something Pete Carroll might want. And if Russ leaves Seattle, I think Pete Carroll is going to stay. I think the Seahawks would want to keep, of course, unless Carroll doesn't want to go through another rebuild. But I think Jalen Hurts would entice Carroll because I think with Jalen Hurts, you're not rebuilding. I mean, he just took a team to the playoffs in 2021. So I think the Seahawks and Eagles swap quarterbacks, Russell Wilson to Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts to the Seahawks. Let's go over to the AFC here with the Denver Broncos. I have Aaron Rodgers going to the Broncos. And this one is interesting because the Broncos roster is great. I mean, who wouldn't want to go throw to Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler when he comes back, uh, Noah Fant. You've got Javante Williams in the backfield. You have a really awesome defense as well with pieces on all three levels. Simmons, you know, certain You've got Chubb, you know, on the, de- on the defensive line. I mean, that's a great roster that is a quarterback away from me being a top team. But if you're into just like, Culture-wise, I think Aaron Rodgers right now would really fit Denver. I think he'd want to live in Colorado just with the way right now he kind of wants to do life. I think it would be a really nice fit. But here's the thing. It's like, do you want to go play in the AFC West and have to play Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Derek Carr? That's six of your games against those three quarterbacks. In a conference that has Josh Allen as well and Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow. And who knows what steps that Trevor Lawrence could take this year with Doug Peterson, and who knows who Pittsburgh gets. Tennessee is still there. It's a tough conference. The AFC is better than the NFC next year. But I think Rodgers, ultimately, I'm not sure if a championship is his number one priority right now. And I think Denver offers the best balance and combination of the lifestyle he wants, a new change of scenery, and a place that I think he would want to go, and a roster that is ready to win. And I think he saw the way Brady won his final championship, going through that gauntlet where he beat Breeze, Rogers, Mahomes to win his final championship. And that might interest Rogers. I mean, he is not afraid, you know, for a challenge. He's the back-to-back MVP. So I think he's going to Denver. Let's go to Deshaun Watson, who I hate that he has the leverage he does right now with his no-trade clause, but there was a report that came out today that Deshaun Watson is eyeing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Minnesota Vikings potentially as two teams that he would think is a good fit for him eventually when the Houston Texans trade him, I think he's going to Tampa Bay. You know, I think with Tampa, I think, you know, people have kind of tied Jameis Winston back here. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has been brought up. Heck, even Carson Wentz over the last few days. But I think Tampa Bay is going to want to land one of the, the big names. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers losing Tom Brady, this roster just won a Super Bowl a year ago, and they still have most of those key pieces. If you add Deshaun Watson, Tampa Bay, especially in the NFC right now, for the same reason I said the Eagles would be a top-tier contender with Russell Wilson, Tampa Bay would still be that with Deshaun Watson. When he plays, as much as right now, who he is as a person, it's ridiculous to even talk about him playing, considering his situation. But when he does play, he's a top 10 quarterback. He's one of the best young quarterbacks in football, one of the most dynamic quarterbacks. And you add him to that Tampa Bay offense, and Tampa's still a top team. And he mentioned them as a destination today. Tampa Bay, last week, that report came out that they were interested in Watson and Wilson. I think this makes the most sense, and I don't think the Buccaneers are going to want to settle, although it might not be up to them. Again, it's up to these quarterbacks, and it's up to the competition as well, but... I think Watson ends up in Tampa Bay. Here's an interesting one for the Colts, and this would be hilarious from an Eagles perspective. I'm a sucker for nostalgia, and this would be the icing on the cake. I have for the Colts next year at quarterback, both Carson Wentz and Marcus Mariota. The uh, white whale that never was Marcus Mariota. Chip Kelly wanted him in 2015 badly for the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of people were prepared for Mariota to be the Eagles franchise quarterback. He never was. A year later, Howie Roseman does what Chip could not do, pulling off that kind of trade, two trades, to get Carson Wentz. I think both are going to be in Indianapolis next year. And I know the report is right now that the Colts are expected to move on from Wentz this year. But here is my take on this. And I know how mad and done with Carson Wentz, Jim Irsay seems right now. A lot of it has to do with Wentz not getting vaccinated. He was rusty because of that at the end of the year when he tested positive. He was not himself because here's the thing with Wentz. I know it was an epic collapse in that Jacksonville game, but that's not enough to move on from Wentz considering last year he had 27 touchdowns and seven picks. But I think they're frustrated with the reckless play and then Ursay was always mad that he didn't get vaccinated. And then when it cost him potentially a playoff berth because Wentz was coming off that huge performance against Arizona on Christmas, and then suddenly puts off the you know puts in the two worst games of the season for him. You know he's not normally a choker in big games. There was that whole is Wentz uh, Wentz clutch discussion in Philadelphia, but I always thought he was clutch. So I don't think that in itself was enough to move on. I guess when you combine that with the vaccination and the reckless play, that might make Indianapolis done with him. But to me, I think that, you know, when cooler heads prevail, they'll realize that, hey, we might not want Wentz to be our long-term quarterback, but what are our other options? We just gave up a first-round pick for this guy that Philadelphia has. And so we don't have a first to give up for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. So if it's not Carson Wentz, who is it going to be? It's going to be a guy like Marcus Mariota. Is Marcus Mariota an upgrade over what Carson Wentz was last year, even with those two horrible games? Carson Wentz last year didn't win a lot of games for the Colts, but he wasn't the 2020 version of Carson Wentz. He's still an upgrade over Mariota, Teddy Bridgewater, Jimmy Garoppolo to me. But I do think the Colts would want to at least bring in competition because if Wentz starts playing like that again, and they don't trust him with the vaccination thing, that you know if he continues that kind of play, it's a short leash. So they'll want to bring in another option. I just can't imagine, unless they can land like Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, one of the three stars we keep mentioning, I can't imagine they just cut off all ties with Carson Wentz cold turkey. I just I, I can't see that. And I know they're upset about the reckless play, the collapse down the stretch, having a lot to do with the vaccination. But based on options, and they would move on if they could, but based on options, I think it would be pretty nuts to move on completely because I think he can still play to a certain level and can still make plays that most of these guys available cannot. So I think it's Carson Wentz and Marcus Mariota, and wouldn't that be great for Eagles fans if those two were in Indy? All right, here are my Steelers predictions. I have Jimmy Garoppolo and Desmond Ritter going to the Steelers. It's tough for Pittsburgh because their roster is ready to win right now. Um, So what I think they do is kind of what San Francisco did last year. They have a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo that you can win with, not win because of. Uh, With that defense, with those skill position players, I think Garoppolo can get you to a certain floor next year but you do want to draft your quarterback of the future. Have a guy like Desmond Ritter, who has all the physical traits, but you know he is a longer ways away. You do not want him to start right away. So have Jimmy Garoppolo be your placeholder in Pittsburgh. He can get you to a conference championship. Well, not get you there, but he can be a part of it, as he showed in San Francisco, making a Super Bowl three years ago in 2019 and making an NFC championship in 2021. But then they will want to get a maybe a new a guy that resembles Big Ben a little bit. Maybe they think so in Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. I think the Steelers go with Garoppolo and Ritter in 2022. All right, Matt Ryan and Malik Willis are the Atlanta Falcons quarterbacks. Very similar strategy here to Pittsburgh. Matt Ryan can still play, but the Falcons roster is not going to get to a point where they're ready to compete again for a Super Bowl in Matt Ryan's time left in the NFL. I think they're going to want to keep him Uh, even um, their front office and ownership talked about it. I think last week about, you know, potentially eventually you're going to need a transition plan at quarterback because Matt Ryan, he takes care of, uh, takes care of himself, but he's going to be 40 soon and you're going to need a succession. And Malik Willis has the most upside of any quarterback in this draft. And he wouldn't have to play right away in this scenario. So I think Matt Ryan is the Falcons quarterback next year. And I think they draft Malik Willis to be the backup and the eventual heir apparent. And uh, he's your new Michael Vick in Atlanta, which would be kind of neat. For the New Orleans Saints, it's tough. You know, I think they would have had a great shot at Rogers, at Russell Wilson, at Deshaun Watson, if Sean Payton was still there. But now that Payton stepped down, their reputation changed a little bit. I, I think they are a less ideal situation for quarterbacks. Look, their defense still has stars and they're loaded still on all three levels although they could lose Marcus Williams. Malcolm Jenkins is older. Uh, They lost Trey Hendrickson last year. They could re-sign Williams. They still have Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. You know, they're not totally screwed, but without Sean Payton and maybe some of those guys, it's not a super sexy destination anymore. So I think the Saints are going to go safe, and they could draft a quarterback as well, but I think they're going to go with a guy that won them five games of five back a couple years ago in 2019 when Drew Brees went down and it's Teddy Bridgewater. I think Bridgewater returns and he kind of does what he did with the Denver Broncos last year. You know, he just keeps things steady and consistent. He'll probably win you seven to eight games. And then while you try to fix uh, your long-term situation there at quarterback, but I don't think they're going to land a star. And I think they'll prefer Bridgewater who is a guy they know and with the roster set up the way it is, I think they think they could win games with Teddy as they already did years past. Let's stay in the NFC South here with the Carolina Panthers. I'm going with Kenny Pickett. You know his history with Matt Rule in college at Temple. Uh, The Panthers, I think, too, they're not going to be a destination for those star quarterbacks, although Peter King mentioned them as a team ready to take a big swing this offseason. I don't think that they're going to have a chance at one of those guys, and they're picking sixth overall. So I think they're going to have an opportunity to have a chance at taking whatever quarterback they want in this prospect pool. You take Kenny Pickett, I think he can start right away. He's safe. I wouldn't take him over a guy like Malik Willis, but I think Matt Rule, still the way you know he's coaching and running his organization, I think he'll prefer Kenny Pickett over those players. So I think Kenny Pickett is going to be probably the only starting rookie at least right away in this scenario, and I think he goes to Carolina, and I think he could do okay there. I mean, again, I don't love Pickett's ceiling, but with DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson, and that defense, you know, I can see why Matt Rule would be like, if we get a guy like Pickett in here with that kind of floor, we can compete for the playoffs next year. All right, let's go to Washington, Matt Corral and Cam Newton. Cam Newton, I don't know if I don't know if he would start here, uh, but he reunites with Ron Rivera and Matt Corral is the first-round pick for the Washington Commanders, and Corral is eventually going to be the starter here uh, for the Commanders. I did bring up, though, on Twitter, wouldn't it be cool if Carson Wentz went to Washington? I mean, the chaos that would happen there, where Wentz is playing Philadelphia two times a year, that would be pretty electric, especially if they keep Jalen Hurts in house. It's Hurts versus Wentz twice a year. That would be great content for me. I don't know if I would love that if Wentz starts kicking Philadelphia's ass, but it is something that would definitely be fun. Uh, That would be pretty cool to see Wentz in Washington. I don't think it would happen. I think something like this with Corral in the first round would be more realistic, a better version of Taylor Heineke with way more upside. Um, I I really like Matt Corral. He's my second quarterback in this class behind Malik Willis. And I think you have Cam Newton as his maybe bridge quarterback or backup. And then we wrap up here with Minnesota, Kirk Cousins and Sam Howell. I I think uh, Kirk Cousins is staying in Minnesota. You know, I know Deshaun Watson has his eyes on Minnesota, but he also has his eyes on Tampa Bay. And In this scenario, I have him going to the Buccaneers. So the Vikings still kind of, you know, stay the course with Kirk, but they're going to want to get out of that contract eventually. And I think they take Sam Howell, who has some upside and uh, see if he can be the heir apparent. All right, there is my crack at being the quarterback matchmaker for the 2022 offseason. We'll get into some Kyler Murray talk coming up next in our final segment of Locked uh, Lockdown QB1. And guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Bill Bar. It's the time of year that most have pretty much given up on all their New Year's resolutions, right? But not this year. We're going to stick to our resolutions and eat right. Thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating these. They are delicious. Protein bars covered in 100% chocolate. You would think you're eating a candy bar. It's all the flavor and none of the guilt. 130 calories in every bar, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are so much better. And they have so many different flavors. You've got mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, white chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter, and they have the puffs now as well. If you haven't had the puffs, they're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow bars. Incredible stuff. Head over to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, guys, we're back. This is Locked On QB1 on your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked On Eagles. We thank you for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Wrapping up the show, is there a way that Kyler Murray could become available for trade? You know, we're talking about Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers. We played matchmaker last segment, bringing up Carson Wentz and Jimmy Garoppolo, um, all the rookies, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, Matt Corral. Kenny Pickett, Teddy Bridgewater, there's a lot of different quarterbacks that can end up with new teams next year. Could Kyler Murray be one of them? We all saw the report from Chris Mortensen earlier before the Super Bowl on Sunday that the Cardinals are frustrated at Kyler Murray in the way that he handles adversity in tough situations, maybe being a little selfish and immature. Kyler Murray, or at least someone from his team, released that Kyler is frustrated with Arizona, blaming him for that playoff loss. He almost feels scapegoated. You know, I was listening to Lockdown Cardinals earlier today, and it sounds like this is going to blow over. There's no way the Cardinals, to me, let a star of Kyler Murray's caliber go over something like this. But at the same time, you never know in sports nowadays. Like, Philadelphia knows that more than anybody with the way, how fast things, you know, unfolded with Ben Simmons. Or in with the Eagles, duh, with Carson Wentz. Like, we've seen how situations like this Can erode over time and get worse. They can get better, but they can also get worse. And in a day with so much, you know, modern day sports with so much, you know, player empowerment—not saying that's a bad thing—players have more power now, even in the NFL than ever before. Like a guy like Kyler Murray says, "I'm not playing for Arizona anymore." He's going to get dealt. I mean, look at Deshaun Watson and the leverage he has, despite the 22 lawsuits against him, he's still going to get what he wants, and he's going to get to get traded from Houston. Kyler Murray on the field is a great player, young, with everything you could possibly want in a franchise quarterback. So, you know, if this continues on, he could leave. I'm not saying it's likely at all, but you never know in sports nowadays. And you know, you just know that Howie Roseman, he probably hasn't called up yet. But you know he's going to kick the, you know, kick the tires on this and just say, "Hey, you know because there was a report that the report from Mortensen also included that Cliff Kingsbury has been doing, you know, self-scouting of quarterback alternatives just in case." So even Arizona's like, "You never know what could happen here." And again, it's very tough to, you know, talk about your opinion on these situations because you're not inside the locker room and you don't truly know. It's what what I hated about all those wed stories that came out Uh, The good thing, though, with that and why I did have a strong opinion with those stories was that every core important piece of those teams, veterans, came out and defended Wentz and said those stories were BS. The one thing with Kyler in Arizona right now, you haven't really seen that unconditional support from his teammates, coaches, the organization. So there definitely is some weight to this. So just keep an eye on it. And uh, I know if that is the case and he was traded eventually, that might confirm some things about how the Cardinals felt about Murray. Still worth the risk to me. I'll take the risk and hope he matures or, you know, hope a change of scenery would work. And, you know, if you're going to use draft picks on a quarterback, you know, forget Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray would be the move. I don't think it would happen. But, uh, again, in sports nowadays, you never know. And like I said, there's not a lot of Cardinals – representatives right now coming to Kyler's defense. So I don't know. Again, it's hard to know when you're not inside the building and, you know, formulate an opinion and call Kyler Murray immature or say that Arizona is scapegoating him because you truly just don't know. But um, I think there could be some weight to this. And you really just, again, you you don't know nowadays. There has been players that have left for a lot less. So keep an eye on it. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun off season for quarterback. Even if Philadelphia just goes with the status quo and they stick with Jalen hurts just to watch where all these players end up is going to be super fascinating. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this edition of lockdown Eagles. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Wednesday edition of the show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all platforms for five shows a week, Monday through Friday and make sure as well you check out our YouTube channel, all our full podcasts and video form on our page, as well as some exclusive video content. And we're on Twitter at LockdownBirds and at L O E. Thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening, and let's go, Birds.